0: I want to get you the latest on the war between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Tina Krause, CBS News, is with us from Tel Aviv, live from Tel Aviv. Tina, thank you so much for being with us.
1: My pleasure, John Gray.
0: I want to ask you about the hostage situation. Hostages continue to trickle out. It seems there's a couple hundred still being held. We don't know if many of them are Americans. Uh, Tell us the latest on the hostage situation and what's going on behind the scenes to try to secure the release of more hostages.
1: We know that 10 Americans are still believed to be in the hands of Hamas tonight. That's along with more than 200 others in Gaza. Qatari's foreign ministry has been hugely um, involved in getting these hostages released. The two Americans we saw from Chicago who were released last Friday, they also helped in the release of the two Israeli women um, released earlier this week. Um, Israeli troops, you know, are still massed at the border waiting for this order to move in. And President Biden said today that he didn't demand Israel holds off on its ground invasion, but he hopes they will if more hostages can be freed, to just buy a bit more time. Tina, what do we know about the conditions for hostages being kept? Well, we know what we've been told from uh, the 85-year-old grandmother who was kept um, in Um, the hands of Hamas. She told us about this spider web of tunnels that she was held down in, she said they were kept in uh, very good condition, that Hamas was clearly ready for them, wanted to keep them in good health, good shape, Um, uh, to their advantage, to keep them alive. Um, They were given food. They were given shampoo, conditioner, all the... Really, they were kept um, in quite good conditions after the initial horrific attack and massacre they witnessed.
0: So, Tina, you're there in Israel with a different perspective. This can't go on forever. Is it the belief that at some point Israel will go in, or as long as there are hostages, will they stay on the Israeli side of the border?
1: Uh, You know, at this point, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said again tonight, we will go in, we will invade. And that commander I talked to earlier on the ground told me that it will happen at the right time. Of course, they don't want to show their hand completely to Hamas, so part of this may be strategy. But yes, with hundreds of thousands of troops masked at the border and, and all of these reservists called up and ready to move at some point, um, the belief is that they will have to go in because they are primed and ready to go.
0: Are things back to normal in Israel, in Tel Aviv? Is, is it back to normal? Are people on the streets, is shopping taking place, or folks at work?
1: Uh, Not, not like it used to be. I mean, there were people out on the beach today. I spoke to some of them, some of the families who escaped southern Israel to come up here, up north, to get farther away from Gaza, get their kids away from it, get their families a little bit of respite. But right as we were out there, they heard bombs in the distance. We got some air raid sirens. So, they're saying, you know, we tell the kids the war is happening, um, but they're seeing it with their own eyes, and it's quite shocking and sad.
0: Yeah, Tina, is there
1: any place that is deemed safe in the country? You mentioned trying to get away from Gaza, which seems like an intelligent play, but uh, is that really a, a, the best course of action? Well, bomb shelters are the place that people hope they can stay safe, and that's where all of us, uh, including all Israelis here, whether they be in shots, um Uh, We were at a shop the other day and an air raid siren went off and your normal shopping supermarket, they all have shelters of some sort that you go in and you huddle with strangers in a room. All of you just hoping that that Hamas rocket won't get through and uh, will be intercepted by the IDF.
0: So, Tina, Egypt opened up a crossing to allow aid in. Do we know the conditions on the ground in the Gaza Strip?
1: Well, they're dire. I mean, at this point, there is aid that's been trickling in. But these are handfuls of trucks, not um, the number that we saw even before this conflict began. You know, Palestinians were already facing a humanitarian crisis, but they used to get something like 500 trucks a day moving in. So the aid coming into Gaza is less than 1% of what moved prior to the invasion. And the need for fuel is immense. Um, to keep these hospitals running, to keep babies on incubators. We also were told by our CBS producer in Gaza that he talked to doctors that weren't even able to wash their hands before surgeries. So this is getting critical, and something needs to happen, and quickly. You know, Tina, I wasn't sure we were going to have time to ask you this, but I do want to bring it up. We've seen circulated online uh, some graphic and gruesome video being released by the Israeli Defense Forces 43 minutes in total. It, it appears this was shown to foreign journalists. Were you among the group that watched this video? Yes, I was um, this afternoon. And I have to tell you, it was horrific to see. Um, I've never seen so much hate, so much death, so much um, just depravity in all of the times that I've covered wars and conflicts. Um, one scene in particular um, was a lot of this was... Video that was um, compilated from Hamas body cams, but also um, surveillance home video systems and um, cell phone video from victims and first responders. So um, the video that took me so aback and um, I burst into tears when it was all over, actually, was... um, Two boys couldn't have been um, older than 10 years old. uh, With their dad, you see them on their home surveillance video rushing out of their house in their underwear to their bomb shelter, which was out in the backyard. You see them go into the bomb shelter, thinking they're safe, and then a Hamas militant lobs a grenade inside, killing their father. The two boys come running out, and Hamas lets them go back into their house and sob on the couch. And we hear them saying, Daddy's dead. And the Hamas uh, militant comes in, he opens the refrigerator, offers them something to drink, and the little boy says, I just want my mommy. And uh, the Hamas militant takes something to drink, and he he leaves. Um, We asked the IDF, the fate of those boys. Um, They said um, the family, um, of course, for privacy reasons, they can't share that, but we do hope that these boys survive. Um, we do know um, that their mother survived, um, but she did have to bear witness to what happened to her husband after. The
0: that is absolutely horrific. Tina Kraus in Tel Aviv, we hope you stay safe. CBS's Tina Kraus. thank you so much for being with us.
1: My pleasure.